Hey, hey, hey. Hey there. Hey now. Hey now. What's up, boys? What a lovely Thursday. <laughs> it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we're all very bright and chipper. I know. This evening. <laughs> Get that like, lunchtime still... energy or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Coffee's yeah. still going through our veins. Mm-hmm. That's right. I got the green tea with me today. Ooh. Green oh. tea. Something Healthy. a little bit different. Nice. Yeah. That's still got caffeine in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Just a little kick. Okay. Yeah. I'll do it. It's great to have y'all back with us. Heck we yeah. have we are recovering from our last week's live program. Hope you were able yes. to join us for that. that was and a lot if of fun. not, it's still up on Facebook. You can check it out. Mm-hmm. How's your week? Solid. Solid, <laughs> yeah. I'm actually like I'm out here, uh, I've been traveling again just for uh, seeing some fam on the uh, West Coast. I'm up visiting my sister. Personal in vacation. Portland. This sounds like yeah, a vacation, Greg. Did you, Maybe uh, so what? Did so you what? put in your, your paperwork for this? You're allowed I wasn't... to, Greg. It's okay. Um, yeah, actually, no, I faxed it over. I don't know if you... Oh, oh you don't have a fax machine. machine. No. Mm. We had technically denied it, but I mean, it, yeah, no, you do what you got to do. Yeah, yeah, you uh, do well, you, Greg. That's fine. Hey, <laughs> great. You know. So, yeah, but it's been uh, it's it's been cool hanging out here. I actually saw I actually saw our friend uh, Wyan. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, how's he doing? Got to catch up with him. He's he's good. You know, just living his his Portland life. Uh, <laughs> nice. Well, hey Wyan, good to see you, and good to see everybody out there in podcast land. Glad to have you with us. Uh, what do you say we get this thing started, boys? Let's do it. Let's Woo. go. Should. Yeah, baby, this is You Should Check It Out. This is episode 92, coming at you on a beautiful Thursday evening. And uh, my name's Jay. I'm Nick. And I'm Greg. We got an awesome show for you today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Nick is going to be talking about music. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Greg's <laughs> going to be talking about um, a state of the yes. union. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to be talking about a year. Yes, you are. This is great. <laughs> We're so. It's, it's going to be a great one. I did want to get out a little bit of housekeeping before we get things ah, yes. kicked off today. We got a lot of really good feedback from, from our Facebook uh, live stream last week. We had a lot of great viewer interaction, which is really nice. Cause, yeah, it was very cool. You know, when we're leaving in just podcast land, you know, we get a couple comments, reviews on, on the Apple you don't Store. Know, you don't know if anybody's listening. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Or if they're liking what they're hearing. We don't hear from you guys as much as we used to. No. I'll put it that way. <laughs> You should reach out more. But one of the things that, that kept coming up, a couple of people asked, like, how, what they, what you can do as a listener to support the show. Mm-hmm. And a couple people people asked that. And, you know, we don't, we don't have a Patreon right now. We, we don't really have uh, a merch store yet, mm-hmm. you know, or anything like that. So, I, I, and you guys can correct me if, if, if you guys think of something else. But I know from my perspective, if you're a listener and you enjoy what we do here, you should check it out. You know, it's free. It will always be free. Mm-hmm. And uh, really the most that we can ask from you as a listener is just to tell a friend. Tell somebody else that hasn't heard the podcast that, you know, that likes music or just likes listening to Three Idiots Talking. Um, mm-hmm. And spread three? the word. That's really all three. we can ask. Three Idiots? Huh? Two okay. Idiots and a Greg. How about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's better. That's better. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that So that's yeah. all I wanted to say. Yeah. No, no, it's a, absolutely. Yeah, anybody. Any just yeah, tell your friends. Tell your friends or family. Get the word out. 
That'd be yeah. Super we have helpful. we have a uh, we have a lot of different episodes covering a lot of a lot of different topics, and so if uh, if there's something that you hear us talking about that says, "Oh, mom would love to hear about that piece about John Prine," or you know, "Oh, my yeah. friend Billy would love to hear about you know Greg's obsession with uh, this weird thing." You know, and uh, <clears throat> yeah, just, just anything's you know, just, possible. You know, yeah, so just send you know, send them our way, and uh, we'll make sure to take good care of them. Absolutely, absolutely. And if you have an idea for a segment, you know, if you got something that you want to get off your off your head, if there's a topic that you're passionate about and you want to talk about, you know, hit us up. Uh, Greg will give all the details at the end of the show how you can get in touch with us, and mm-hmm. uh, just let us know. Keep listening. Why don't we? Why don't we Indeed. play a song? You want to hear a song? Yeah. yeah, man. We were like, we're yeah, like let's... almost, we're like an episode and a half in without any music at this point. So <laughs> let's go. Got this new album I want to talk about, um, and I'm going to play a track from it. Okay, uh, Jay, could you cue up Jerkle? Jerkle. Let's do that. It's a sentence you don't hear very often. Can you Can please you cue, cue up, up Jerkle? Jerkle? Yep, you got it. <laughs> Work of uh, of Mr. Pino Palladino and Blake Mills, oh, yeah. who have collaborated yeah. uh, with an album that they just released last week called Notes with Attachments. Uh, mm-hmm. So cool! It's such so a good cool. album. It's so chill and like definitely can work to it. It's very much. It, it's billed as a funk album, but it's so really? much jazz. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, these two guys are both uh, session players, right? Sure. Pino Palladino is. I think he got his start uh, in the late 70s or early 80s. I think he worked with um, the lesser-known Knopfler, uh, David Knopfler, <laughs> I think it was. Oh, that's uh, the yeah. other Knopfler. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, and then he went on to do. He, I think he was he recorded with Don Henley and Elton John, and then went on to with John Mayer, Jeff Beck, D'Angelo. Uh, he filled in when Pete Enwistle died. He was basically yep. the bassist for the Who for right. a few I years. I saw him with the. I saw him with the Who. Did you? Yeah. Killer. Yeah, dude is solid. <laughs> and, he, and he's done a lot of work yeah. with Clapton too, right? I think. Yeah, I believe yeah. so. And nine, nine Inch Nails? Nine Inch Nails, yeah. Ed Sheeran. And, and, yeah. And Jay, I, th- I, think he might, I think he was in the band when we saw Nine Inch Nails. Yes, he was. Absolutely. Yeah, it, it wasn't very obvious because they're like sort of behind a sheet of death <laughs> or whatever it was, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he, was was also the, uh, he was the tall Jacob drink of Collier, water. J- Jacob Collier's latest album. He That's was, right. He was on that. Yeah. Yeah. No way. He's yeah, all dude gets place. around. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, and and you 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 mentioned uh, D'Angelo, but man, his playing on those D'Angelo records is yeah. insanely oh cool. Yeah. Which is where a yeah. lot of the material for what this album ended up being came from, because he oh, and nice. Blake Mills worked together on the D'Angelo. Uh, Blake Mills no is way. a session guitarist. Um, oh, really? Uh, Pino Palladino is a bassist. Um, yes. Who's been around for I think '63, and the thing I love about this album is there's so many ideas in every, packed into every song and, <laughs> and they're very selfless, I guess, in the way that you would need to be as a session musician um, yeah. in, in kind of sharing who gets to play the next melody. Um, so yeah. some of the songs are like these just trade-offs of melodic ideas that have probably come up within just jamming, but they kind of form these, these nice cohesive, uh, I don't know, exploratory songs that... I don't know. I just, I sure. thoroughly, I really love this album. I, I really, really enjoyed this album. Um, yeah, I, re I really enjoyed it as well. And there's something, I don't know, there's something very cool about session music musicians whenever they get the time and or budget and or okay t to mm -hmm. make an album themselves. Yeah. That could be a, a cool segment sometime in the future. Exploring yeah, sure. Session man's albums. Yeah. Or, yeah. or, or, from, even or kind like, of like a, from behind the console or like out of the, coming out yeah. of the studio as a yeah. segment or something like that. Or even, um, I actually went down a rabbit hole, uh, just sidebar with like a Dwayne Allman anthology of like hearing all of his sessions oh, as a sideman. Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. Wow. And that's, yeah. with that, Aretha that's Franklin really, and yeah, Wilson Pickett. Wilson Pickett. Um, that's right. yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's um, it's great. And Blake Mills, he's a session guy producer now, but he produced the latest Bob Dylan album, yeah. the Rough and Rowdy Ways. That's right. Yeah, but and, he, he was he coordinated like Fiona Apple being on that one track or something like that. I remember yeah. reading. And I think he was originally in the band Dawes. Really? That sounds oh, right. I didn't know that. Yeah, huh. I think that that's how he got his start. So very cool. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Uh, that so was yeah, he's uh, a young cat and a phenomenal guitar player and a great just musical mind. Yeah. If you've never listened to um there's a fantastic track of him and um Derek Trucks doing some awesome work on one of the Eric Clapton Crossroad Benefits shows. Oh, cool. Um, my goodness. Fantastic talent. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, and the and Pino is just he's been in so much that yeah. it really he really is really is like a Kevin Bacon situation where you can just tie in just so many <laughs> be, yeah. tie together so many people through Pino Palladino because the name even rung a bell and it's when a session musician's name rings a bell like you right. know that dude's been around or or gal's been around. <laughs> yeah. But so this album, this album I absolutely loved, and I wanted you guys to, to hear. There's another album that I didn't bring up, though, that I'd like to talk about next week um, that apparently people are enjoying, and I <laughs> I can't. I, I, I've really tried, genuinely, and I don't know what my problem is. But have you guys okay. heard the new Dinosaur Jr. album? I have not. No, I didn't know they had one. They've got a new album. It's okay. being received well. Uh -huh. I cannot stomach it. I cannot okay. get through it. I've, I've listened to it. <laughs> Two and a half times, maybe, which is enough. Enough. It sounds like an Ooh. upcoming review. The review. Oh, perhaps it might be the opposite type of review. The review. I think that might be that might be what we're laying out here because I read reviews and I wholeheartedly disagree with them. <laughs> That's <laughs> okay. fine. Um, so, I love it. Yeah. So maybe Have maybe you, maybe give that a listen, and if any of the listeners want to give it a listen this week, and and please chime in if you think I'm full of crap. Because are it's you? But quite are, you are you a fan? Are you a fan of Dinosaur Junior? Regard like of the older older stuff. Yeah, yeah. Or I would say uh, acquainted with and appreciate appreciate um, like okay. old Dinosaur Junior. Like I've I've listened to, I've listened to many of their albums. Um, they were always kind of around. 
Are, are you Greg? Um, at certain stuff, not all. Sure. Of it. Okay. Um, right. You know, because some uh, yeah, it sort of depends, but they definitely have some songs that are really fantastic. Um, mm -hmm. I wish I could remember the um, the specific album. It's the, the album that has a uh, feel the change. Feel the pain. Yeah, feel the pain of everyone. Yeah. Yep. I, I, that song slaps. I still, but I think that mm -hmm. whatever the record that it, that feel the pain is on is cool. But so yeah, you're saying this new one is uh, you're, you're not driving with it. I, it. Yeah. So these guys have been around since '84, I guess, and um, and apparently they've had like they've actually been more productive in the past ten years as a band than they had hmm. in their first like twenty some, and this one appears to be. Here's a lot of people like this, and I, 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 no, I Kurt Vile produced it. I, I, honestly, really? I, oh, I, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I, I went into it really hoping, hoping for a, a cool album to bring to the table. And okay, and then I was like, all right, well, I'm not going to share this. And then the more I listened to it, mm -hmm. I was like, I strongly dislike this, and I don't know why. <laughs> uh, but I mean, so so we'll, we'll dig all into right. that next week. But um, all right, you know, we'll put that on the shelf for next week. But in the meantime, notes you. with attachments is totally a great yeah. work album uh, or, or just that yeah. album to have on in the background or any of that stuff. It's fantastic. Wait, well, um, one, more yeah. one more thing about Dinosaur Jr. is if you are a fan or if you're a fan of Jay Maskus, the lead singer and guitarist, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Something, something I saw on the internet a while ago that cracked me up is Jay Maskus doing karaoke at a bar. And he, he's just, <laughs> okay. you know, he looks like Judah Friedlander, uh, the comedian who always wears the trucker hats <laughs> from 30 Rock. You know, that's yeah. it. and he's just sitting there at this yeah. bar that's that not many people are at, and he's just sitting there doing the karaoke, and he's singing uh, "Don't Do Me Like That" by Tom Petty. <laughs> Don't do me like that, and it's just so it's it's really bizarre, but it's it's also cool because he's technically a professional singer. I wouldn't say like, oh, Jay Maskus is such a great singer. It's he's right, got a right. voice. He has a voice, and I appreciate his voice and his delivery. But it's like he, but he really, it sounds. It sounds good. It sounds good hearing Mascus singing like it, Tom in Petty. His, like, in his nonchalant way of delivering. Yeah, exa yes, <laughs> yeah. exactly. It's I, just so I, cavalier. I, I, it's just like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Nice. And don't do me like that. You know, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just got to watch it if you, if you like that damn thing. Yeah. Yeah, we'll totally, we'll totally link that up. <laughs> hey, Jake, can we listen to one more from the, uh, from the notes from the attachments before we, yes, before we conclude absolutely. this one? absolutely. What you cool. got? This one is called, I don't know how to pronounce this, Ecoute? Ecoute. 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 Sounds good to me. Let's do that. <laughs>
Heck yeah. Oh my. Oh, so good. That's really cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, Greg Greg was saying while we were listening that it kind of reminds him of Sun Ra. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. And some it listen so, fella fella vibes too in there for sure. Yeah, so, that's that's yeah. what I was getting from it. Mm-hmm. For sure. Oh, there's like so much Afro Cuban in there. It's uh yeah, that yeah. It's 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 a cool album. It's a really cool yeah. album. Yeah. It's just I, nice you, to you, hear kind of new refreshing instrumental music like that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And that was a bass clarinet we were just we were saying during mm-hmm. the break. On that, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's like yep. that uh, bitch's brew sound. Yeah, mm-hmm. and paired with the alto, it's uh, is that an alto? It could have been. I, 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 it sounded like it was. It was okay, definitely okay. in the upper range. Um, I, I, I said it with I said it with confidence, and then immediately thought that's probably not an alto. You don't hey, know listen. What you're talking about. I mean, yeah, no, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's, it sounded like it, it was in the, in the upper range. Uh, it could have been. It could have even been soprano, but I don't know. Yeah, so it's a uh, yeah, it's a cool album. Check it out if you uh, enjoyed either of those tracks. Check it out either way. It's a good album. Yeah. Greg, what are we doing, man? Where are you? Where are you going? Oh, so yeah. So I, I'm, uh, I'm currently in the Pacific Northwest, uh, in Portland specifically okay. today, but I'm actually heading over to the Seattle area later today. Actually, funny moment. Though, first of all, Port- Portland is, has always been somewhere that I've enjoyed being, and I'm Sad, sad to leave it, but I'm happy because my sister is actually like really settled here. She bought a house with her yeah. boyfriend Carl, and uh, oh nice, yeah, and they they've uh, been hosting me, and it's great. You know, it's it it's a good feels like a good city to be in right now because it's a city, but it's really relaxed. You know, now you might read about yeah. riots and things, and those are like you know in an isolated area of downtown, which is miles away, and it's always the same kind of people mm-hmm. so there's you know mm-hmm. even though that exists in the, in the news it's like portland is actually very calm peaceful right now so i appreciate it and they have a lot there's a lot of good culture here a lot of good food um I don't, did you guys ever watch the show portlandia i hate to i hate to ask but sure yeah of course yeah <laughs> sure well absolutely so well i, I bring that up and i'm also going to bring up uh, our buddy wyan who's also he's located from right. brooklyn to, back to portland and so I mm-hmm. ran into him for a while, for a little while, and we brought up, you know, he said, you know, a lot of people in Portland hate Portlandia because it's just too true. It's too right on. Yeah, too right on. And I was like, ah, hey, that's funny. I, it's and, a strange comparison, but I would, I would compare it to The Wire in Baltimore. Right. You know, sometimes <laughs> The Wire is hard to watch if you spend any appreciable amount of time in downtown Baltimore. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know? It's incredible. Yeah. 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 It's also, I mean, The Wire is kind of like, the more I've looked into it, it's like actually like turn, taming it down as opposed to ramping it up. A little bit, yeah. You know? <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, but Portlandia is fun. And we, you know, the reason where I'm going with all this is yesterday I had a funny moment because I was walking past a cafe and I noticed this woman and I, and I said, hey, that's, that's Carrie Brownstein. Like, that's, the girl from Portlandia, <laughs> and I, uh, I recognized her, uh, and then she put on her mask. But I was like, "No, no, I got you." That was <laughs> was it really her? That was it was really her. I'm like ninety nine percent sure. I thought, you were just, I thought you were making a generalization that everybody there no. looks like the people from Portlandia. Okay. Well, that's that, that's what I was. I was like, I was thought I thought my own mind was playing tricks on me. But then you know, as I approached, I was like, right. "No, that's yeah. definitely her." And then <laughs> Kyle McLaughlin comes around the corner. Yeah, wow. yeah. That that would be that would be something. You know, but so that brings me to the point that so, so Carrie Brownstein. I'm gonna do a little. I'm gonna do a little tangent here, guys. Check this out. Carrie Brownstein. Okay. Okay. She she didn't get her start as an right. actress now, did she? 
She was in a band. No, she didn't. No, she didn't. She's a rocker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's a rocker. What, who can name the band? Nick? I think either of us can. That would be Slater Kenny. Yeah. There you go. That's yes. Slater Kenny, right? So, it is. It is indeed. Yeah. And they were a band. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. We're not playing for points. All right. They are from. They're you're still, from. You're, he's still. He's still celebrating his yeah. win from last week. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Can we let it go already? Walking on sunshine. So, Slater Kinney, though, is from the Washington area, where I'm heading to later. Mm. I thought I'd, I thought I'd do a little state of the art again. If you guys recall that bit I did Ooh. when I was in Florida. Yeah. So, state of the yeah, art is yeah. where I talk about what state I'm in. Uh, physically, not like what altered state, <laughs> but uh, mm. which which U.S. Different state? <laughs> yeah, that's a different podcast. Which U.S. state I'm currently in, and then talk about some of the artists that we know are from there, and maybe some that we didn't know. Nice, nice. Right? Sounds good. Let's do it. Let's do I this. I feel like we really need an intro song for this one, Craig. Oh uh, well, I've time. got. I'm gonna I'm gonna set this up. Okay, so this is a uh, this is a famous guitarist from the Seattle area. But not famous, and I'm not talking about Hendrix. You know, I'm not talking about Jerry Cantrell, or um, I'm talking about Bill Frizzell. Yeah, Bill Frizzell. Okay, love yeah. Bill Frizzell. So check this out. This is Bill Frizzell. He's a he's a jazz guitarist, but I don't know if you'll think this sounds like jazz. But it does have Dave Holland and the late Elvin Jones. Ooh, this is Moon nice. Moon River. baby jay you, you you like some bill frizzell you said uh he's one of my favorite guitar players really so nice yeah yeah oh cool really love his stuff yeah he he brings a lot of different things together i think in a way that few people have successfully done especially kind of getting his yeah. that like americana i hate to use that because it's not the best word not the most descriptive but kind <laughs> of like he plays a telecaster we'll allow it <laughs> but yeah, yeah. He plays a Telecaster and he plays like traditional songs. You know, I think he does like "You Are My Sunshine." Uh, yeah, he does like all kinds of stuff like that. But he mm-hmm. plays that Telecaster. I mean, his, the knowledge that he has is 
pretty insane as far as just what notes will can work together. The theory, you know, yeah. He can really go, he can really play some out out stuff too. You know. Oh yeah, big time. Uh, he actually played in Naked City for a while, which is that band really? that John Zorn has. Yeah, I think he played oh, in that I band. Guess. I knew that. Yeah. yeah. Nice. So he's you know he just looks like a librarian or something. Right? <laughs> um, no offense, you know, but, but I'm just saying uh, he's got kind of a un- unassuming style. Unassuming. And, Let's say unassuming. Yeah. Unassuming. I didn't say it was bad. Um, it fits him. But so, you know, not to go on and on about Bill Frizzell, but, you know, he's definitely uh, an influence. I would almost say to like the Blake Mills, I'm sure that he's listened to a fair yes. share mm. of Bill Frizzell. Okay. And, pre- oh, yeah. and I almost believe that Pino has done some stuff with Bill Frizzell. So in a weird way, we kind of... Ju- kind I of- can't imagine they haven't overlapped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, and one last thing I'll say about him is that early on when I was checking him out, um, someone mentioned like, oh, you know, Bill Frizzell is kind of like uh, the Thelonious Monk of guitar. Because his voice, like the voicings like that. that he plays. Yeah. It's it's a it's a timing. It's okay. like his cho- the choices that he makes are very monkish. Yeah, yeah. Um, even though it's huh. not, he's not playing yeah. those songs, but he's the way he's he likes to kind of just like his throw phrasings in that and his rhythms and his choice of notes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So if you like that, definitely get into some uh, Bill Frizzell. It's you know he, his career spans a lot of stuff and, and um, like you know from from that nice kind of chill atmospheric stuff that we just heard to some really strange out there stuff that Jay mentioned. So Mm -hmm. he covered, he covers it all, but he's just one example of a great musician that came out of the Seattle area. So I'm going to be talking more about the Seattle area because that's uh, where I'm headed. I could have talked about Portland, but I'll save that for another time, I guess, even though that's where I am right now. (laughs) So, you know, All obviously right. we have the entire Seattle grunge era, you know, with yeah. your Alice in Chains <laughs> and your Pearl Jam and your Nirvana and Soundgarden and Mad Season and mm-hmm. all of that good stuff, Screaming Trees and Mother Love Bone. And, but that's yep. kind of, you know, that's a little more obvious. But like, yeah, a lot of other bands. Like, Did you know Queensryche it was from Seattle? <laughs> good old Queensryche. I know, I know that. Yeah, yeah. but right. like no Quincy, jo- Quincy Jones mm-hmm. and wow. Sir Mix a lot, you know. You've got like all these. <laughs> it, it's it's a it's an interesting uh, situation, you know, when you start to like dig into who's who's from here. This really cool band called uh, These Arms Are Snakes that I was mm-hmm. into. Yeah. Um, they what are they like? They sort of did. They sort of did like the post rock kind yeah. of thing. So it was like kind of like Fugazi on steroids or something like Ooh, you know, just okay. really yeah. Good stuff. And um, let's see. I'm, I'm, it's such a long list here that I'm looking through. You know, Kenny Loggins, Kenny G. <laughs> all, the that, all the all Kennys. The are from, from Seattle all the Kennys. or Washington. Sla- Slater Kenny. <laughs> Slater Kenny. <Yeah>. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Fleet Foxes. Fleet Foxes oh, that makes from sense. Seattle. Okay. Yeah. You know. And also, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't the Sub Pop label, I believe, is based in Seattle. And they mm-hmm. sort of... Yeah. They give a lot of a lot of fire to the artists from you know that area, this area, whatever, and beyond. Yeah, indie rock. Um, yeah, but the, and they're still relevant. Uh, Band of Horses is another one. Alan Stone. Yeah, that's right. Um, have you guys heard Alan Stone? No. He's kind of Mm-mm. he's got he, he's um he's new up and coming. 
good stuff. Nice. Uh, so you have, yeah, keep an eye out for Alan Stone. He was in the middle of, uh, I think he was opening for like Goo Goo Dolls and Train before the pandemic hit. He's kind of like he's okay. Yeah, he's nice. hipper. You know, I mean, he's he's alright. So yeah, I, I mean, I, I thought I'd open it up to you guys as well. Maybe you guys, maybe you guys can pick an area and let me know who's from there. That's noted notable. What do you think? What do you got, Jay? You got one? Oh, do I have one? Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> well, the last time we did this, uh, I picked Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, Georgia, which was which was pretty awesome, and I think we were talking to Wyan in the same episode. I don't know. I I can't remember, but somebody suggested, oh, well, you should have done Pennsylvania. Because there's so many great artists from there, mm-hmm. and that's where I'm from. I or born in Virginia, moved to Tennessee, then moved to Georgia, and then moved to Pennsylvania. But I never really associate Pennsylvania with a lot of great music. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of I don't know. But then I, when I looked into it, it's like, oh my goodness, I I, I can't even begin to list some of the great. And, and, and even if I just focused on jazz musicians, yes. I could be here for the next two days, right? Yeah, naming yeah. like incredible jazz musicians associated with Pennsylvania, or born or raised in yeah. Pennsylvania. Oh yeah, just to give you just a, a sampler, a Let's sampler. Let's get a taste. Let's get a taste. Yeah. Okay, John Coltrane. Never heard of him. Never heard of him. <laughs> John. John. Yeah. John. You said John. John Coltrane. Okay, with yeah. an H. Look, look him up. <laughs> yeah. I've got some good stuff. I, I've heard of the one with the H. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nina Simone. <laughs> Stan Getz. McCoy huh? frickin' Tyner. Hey. Huh? Philly Joe Jones. <laughs> oh, that's how he got his name. He's from Pittsburgh. Mm. From Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah. Philly Joe Stanley Jones Clark, is from Pittsburgh. Errol, Errol Garner. <laughs> yeah, right. Mm. Uh, Ahmad Jamal is oh. actually from Pittsburgh as well. Really? Yeah. Paul Chambers. Yeah. Art Blakey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Jeff a big Kane one. Jeff Kane Watts is from, is from Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. From wow. Pittsburgh. Yeah. George Benson. Mm. He's from Pennsylvania. Both of the Brecker brothers, Randy and Michael. That's right. Yeah. So I mean, it's it goes on and on. I I, well, I really didn't didn't know did, that Pennsylvania was such a, a hot spot. Well, I mean, when you think about Philly, I, I mean, I, you know, the Pittsburgh artists aside, but just Philly alone is like such a such a deep connection to uh, to New York. Apparently mm-hmm. so. You know, I mean, so like, like you can feeder. just get yeah. there. Yeah, exactly. And like Pat Martino is also from. Philadelphia oh, area. Really? Oh, nice. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's almost like Miles Davis would like take his weekends and like just drive down to Philadelphia <laughs> and find the best musicians you can find. I mean, hey, come up to New York, man. <laughs> Why, what are you doing here? Come on, come on. <laughs> Get on the train. Come on. Get on the train. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, 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 it's wild. But are there any, le- who are some non jazz? Okay. Okay. What, so, what else you got? So we not, got, all the, uh, not all of our listeners listen to jazz, you know? Fair enough. Fair enough. We got some early rock and roll guys. Solomon Burke. Um, Chubby Checker. He's good. Yes. Frankie Avalon. Okay. Mm-hmm. I feel like Teresa Klein might be a big Frankie Avalon fan. It's possible. It's possible. Yeah. You could have stopped at Chubby Checker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about Christina Aguilera for the kids out there? Never heard of her. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pink. Ooh. A bird clock. Bird Clock. Mm-hmm. Bird Clock. That, that's Bird, Bird Clock's a big pink. fan. They love pink. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Loves pink. Loves pink. I <laughs> uh, got Bill, ha- Bill Haley of Bill Haley and the Comets fame. Oh, okay. yeah. Rock around that Pennsylvania clock. <laughs> Both Hall and Oates 
Oats and Hall. Yes. And Oats and Hall. Right? <laughs> Oats and Hall. Uh, and GE, GE Smith, who is, uh, he's also oh, really? Pennsylvania. Yeah, he's from, he's Pennsylvania. All right. And, nice. uh, My boy. Yeah. He's because he started with those guys. He started with Hall and Oats. Uh, you got Will Smith <laughs> is from Philadelphia. That's true. From oh. West yeah. Philadelphia, born, born, and, born and raised. Born and raised, I yeah. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> uh, I think on a playground is where he spent most of his days. Most of it. Um, right. Yeah. And he moved. Um, Rusted Root. <laughs> That's right. That awesome band from the 90s. Yeah. Those sloppy um, hippies. A <laughs> couple other mm-hmm. 90s bands. You got Live from York, Pennsylvania. My, of course. My first concert. My first concert was Live. Live. You saw Live Live. Live, live. The first concert I couldn't go to because I was grounded was live. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) Denied. Yep. Was it, do you Um, remember when? Wait. It would have been seventh grade. It would have been seventh grade. Yeah, that's the one. Meriwether Post Pavilion. Throwing copper tour. I would have been there with you. I would have been there with you, but I was in trouble. (laughs) Was it good? I I got in trouble because of the show. (laughs) Yeah, it was great. It was, uh, it was Veruca Salt and PJ Harvey and live. Man. Yeah. Yeah. It was my first concert. I was like, sure. Yeah. 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 They were a anyway, live show. They were. Uh, you got the band Fuel. Okay. 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 Uh, you got the band The Hooters. Okay. And then I'm going to wrap up with one of the best stories that I've, I think I've ever heard. And now, uh, Greg, you have a lot of great. I met a celebrity. You met ex-celebrity. I remember back when we were in college, you had a bulletin board that was just filled up with you with pictures of you meeting celebrities. But <laughs> like pre 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 Insta, pre yes. pre Instagram, <laughs> pre social media. That's, he knew that's it all was I could do. And I could, he had them saved. Yeah, yeah. I, just had, I, just had, I just had a wall and all on my room. <laughs> I Most was of them were from into the some sort of social network, which you guys don't even know what that is yet. So yeah, right. <laughs> Visionary. But this one is comes from my father-in-law. Mr. Okay. Charles Lentz. All right. So, sir, if you're listening, thank you for this story. It was most unexpected, and I have to share it because it's just so great. Hi, Mr. Lentz. You guys may or may not know that that the incredible 80s rock band Poison hailed Ooh. from Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania. Mechanicsburg was I'm home serious, to Poison. Yes. Yep. What? Wow. Including one Mr. Brett Michaels. Okay. Okay. I had no idea. And the story goes... It, uh, now... <laughs> I'm not going to try to do a Mr. Lentz impression. But that wouldn't be good. He's a very soft-spoken man. Okay. Beautiful, gentle soul. Mm-hmm. Love him to death. But he, we were talking one time about music, as we typically do, and he said, well, you know, I met Brett Michaels once. Mm. <laughs> I used to know the guys from Poison. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> you knew Poison members? You knew po- oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, they, uh, they're from Mechanicsburg. And I said, okay, didn't know that, but go on. He's mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. well, we, you know, me and Pat, we used to go to a bar, and, uh, you know, they would hang out there. So I, I actually have played a couple rounds of pool with Brett Michaels. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's wonderful. I mean, Who beat won? that one. Come on. Yeah. And he, and he said, you know, this was all before, of course, he got, you know, huge. Because they, they eventually moved out to the West Coast once they and oh, you're right, got the record right. on. This is, this is this is way before Rock of Love. <laughs> right, exactly. Right. But yeah, he's he's pretty nice guy, really nice guy, and a pretty good pool player. So there you go. There you go. <laughs> Beautiful. Good old BM. <laughs> you can you can find anything in Pennsylvania, including a young Brett Michaels. There you go. And weenies. Nice. 
Mm. And Ween too. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Nick, Nick, what about you, man? Do you got some? You got uh, a state lined up? I, Where are you yeah, from? Yeah, that would that would have been. I'm from Maryland. <laughs> Um, you know it's it's funny though because it's fun yeah it's funny the uh i know um the we've actually had a lot of overlaps already because i claimed coltrane for north carolina oh did you oh yeah yeah Mm. this is this is already getting a little hairy i think because we got some people that were born in a place and then lived in a place and then formed a band in a place and then resided after forming a band in a place all of these scenarios i think have covered our our state of affairs thing. Um, well, that's Baltimore, why I added the disclaimer. It's associated with. Associated with. I see. Okay. So I thought pa- a little bit about Maryland. through at one I point actually, in their travels. I actually thought I would need to tack on 36 more bands on top of Washington because there was so much there. But um, I think Greg got most of them. But the ones that I had flagged for Maryland were Billie Holiday was one. Mm. Uh, because she grew up at Fells Point. Yeah. But yeah. then you just had her. For, but I saw her listed in the Pennsylvania music one, too. She was actually in my notes, and then whenever we were talking be- beforehand, mm-hmm. I crossed her out, so I gave her back to you. Okay, I appreciate it. I don't, I don't know I, that I earned it. I do know that she spent a lot of time in Baltimore, and I associate her much more with Maryland than I do with Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, Frank Zappa is yes. born mm-hmm. from, from Maryland, so I can start and stop there and be fine. I'm good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a lot of bands <laughs> come out of Maryland. Mm. Unsurprising, uh, really. Um, yeah, uh, DC 101's favorite Jimmy Chicken Shack, uh, which wasn't oh, yeah. and I just no, they were good. Nev- good yeah, man. yeah, I just never, it just never really grabbed me. Uh, Mary, Mary Prankster, uh, that was a, an old one, um, and then Good Charlotte. Mm-hmm. They just ruined Maryland, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, Good, good Charlotte. Uh, I know some Maryland bands. Uh, what do you got? Because well, I, there was a metal band I loved called Nothing Face. Nothing Face, yeah, baby. Yeah, Jay, Jay went to go see Nothing Face with the with me once. Yeah. And it's funny you say that, Jay, because the guitarist from Nothing Face went on to be in a band called Hell Yeah. With? <laughs> with? Brett uh, Michaels. Not Brett Michaels. <laughs> but it had uh, Vinnie Paul. Vinnie... <laughs> no, it was Vinnie like the Cal- guys from Pantera. No. Cal- was, uh, oh, Vinnie. Oh, okay. Vinnie Paul from Pantera and a few of the guys from Mudvayne. It was like this... Nice. Cool. But they they were doing well, you know. The Hell Yeah was like a a legit touring act for, as you can imagine, which states, um, (laughs) you know. Hell yeah. Exactly. Hell yeah. Um, (laughs) So that, but Nothing Face was cool, man. They were um, they were definitely a band. I used to some of my first like club concerts were going to see Nothing Face. Yeah. uh, But I could, I mean. One time I saw Dog Fashion Disco opening for them. That was another Maryland band. They were sort oh, of yeah. like doing a Mr. Bungle kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Um, there was a great band called Lennox. That was from the uh, mm. the Eastern Shore. Definitely my homie's Periphery. Yeah. Uh, they're from yeah. Bethesda, really. And I, I, I would say Animals as Leaders as well. Those two bands kind of came up together there and have done some cool things, really cool things. And then you have like uh, the Mystetics who I've played on this show. And that's more DC. Mm-hmm. So, um, but that's like some some guys from Fugazi with my buddy Anthony Pierog playing guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, but Fugazi the, was the, DC, right? Fugazi was DC. Fugazi was DC. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's hard. It's hard. Okay. It's hard to classify it as Maryland proper. Yeah. But, Lake yeah. Trout was a, is a very it was Lake a very Trout. small band, but I love those guys out Good of Baltimore. Call. Yeah, oh, I miss those guys. Yeah, they were great. Um, what about with the, that? Uh, that drummer was, oh man, he was sick. I could do the break beats live. It was so good. 
So cool. Like Dennis Chambers is from Baltimore, right? Dennis Chambers right? is from Maryland, yeah. And, and, yeah, and, and, and the Wooten Pikesville, brothers? Yeah. Sykesville. The, are the Wootens from? Boy, I don't know on that. To, we might have to do a quick little, I'm little search. I'm, I'm looking. I, I, I want to say that they're, they're Baltimore area based. Like, I don't know. What you got, Nick? He Nick was is born on it. Idaho. Whoops. That could be wrong. Whoa. <laughs> I was not expecting that. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Maryland's okay. featured in there. For, for, forget it. It, it, it. it may be that one of the brothers is is uh, living out there now. Forget it. Well, there you go. I think for the next state of the art, we all have to pick the the most difficult states, and I think Idaho would be at the top of that list. I got Victor Wooten. <laughs> Good idea. I think I, I, I'll call Kansas because I think Miles is born in Kansas City. Oh wait, that would okay. be Missouri, wouldn't it? Okay. <laughs> is it Kansas Saint, City and Missouri? East St. Louis. East St. Louis. Oh, okay. I guess I guess right. another one that would be worth throwing out for another one that would be worth throwing out for Maryland um, was that Tupac he got he got his career started in Baltimore. That's right. Um, right. So right. We'll, we'll we'll go ahead and count him in the Maryland column for this uh, for the segment purposes. But we, um, we should have cool. a draft. Yeah. The brackets and stuff. <laughs> the bracket. Yeah. Okay. Not, not a turn. Not a, like a tournament, but like a draft. You know. So we you get you know we just take turns. We could each be a state and we just pick With a list of bands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. get to pick. Yeah, we have to take turns. Yeah. And okay. the top three. Got it. Okay. Yeah. And we can settle this all once right. and for all. Yeah. Yeah, because otherwise we'll do like Tennessee, Texas, California next time. You know, mm-hmm. like t- the real right. low-hanging fruits. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> we need to get Iowa into the mix somehow. That's uh, slip, Slipknot. They're from Iowa. <laughs> oh, there you go. Perfect. There you go. There you go. That's all you need. But everyone, I think right. the, the point of the, the point of this bit, just to sum it up, is like no matter where you are, somebody cool came from there. Absolutely right. I, I would definitely agree with that. Yeah. And so Greg's go. had their picture taken with that person. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> they, they had theirs taken with me. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> they got the bulletin board. That's, That's Greg Lowman. <laughs> That's Greg Lowman. <laughs> you, you've never met him? Well, thank you, boys. Thank you, Jay. Yeah, buddy. Sir. What's up, Jay? What you well, got for us? Well, thank you, guys. I, um, you know, this is going to be installment two of our... Yeah retrospective of the 90s right so each each uh, episode for our episodes that begin with a nine so this is episode 92 i'm going to be covering the year that was 1992 and right now all right next week let's do this. nick next week nick i think you get 1993 is that right that's the plan yeah yep. absolutely and greg will do 94 and so on and so on and so on mm-hmm. i gotta tell you that i was really excited when i got handed the 1992 task Last week, because (laughs) I I know that it was a pretty pivotal year for me, music-wise. I think that's when the lights kind of turned on, and I kind of really started listening to a lot of pop music and rock. And, uh, you know, as Greg kind of mentioned last week, obviously Nirvana, Nevermind, Blood Sugar Sex Magic, The Low End Theory, a lot of things got kicked off, you know, in 1991 uh, that kind of fed into 1992. Looking at the year kind of in retrospect, it's this weird mix. It's like this hybrid year. It's this crossover year where it's this mix of kind of like legacy artists that were mm. kind of releasing kind of last gasp attempts at those from older the 80s sound. that were making their like, they're like, I'm not done. Yeah, I'm not done right. yet, but I'm going to put out something out early 90s. Yeah, there was a lot of like Tesla and Queensryche mm-hmm. okay. and like yes. stuff like that, you know, in the mix. But then you got a bunch of like, debut albums from artists that would go on to be like real big deals down the road so with all that said 
I want to get things started off with a quick music pick. This is one of my favorite albums from 1992, and it's a bit of an outlier. Not much else from 1992 sounds like this. All right. And I'll leave it like that. This one's called Dirt in the Ground. Yeah, that was Tom Waits off of his awesome album, Bone Machine, which yeah. was released in 1992. Wow. That was actually his first album in, f- his first studio album in five years. So really? That was a, what, after Swordfish Trombone? Was that the previous? Uh, Frank's Wild Years was the last okay. studio album. Yeah. Came back, and that, that whole album was recorded uh, in a proper studio, but he chose the basement. He found a room in the basement that was just basically a, a concrete... Uh, like a concrete room with a water heater in the corner and he liked the sound of the echo so the entire album he finds comfort alienating yes (laughs) he does wow so that room now in that in that studio in california is now called the weights room Mm -hmm. interesting keep the boiler (laughs) yeah so i can tell you that most of the music most of the popular music from 1992 did not really sound like that no let me give you a rundown of some of the biggest singles of the year in okay. 1992. Let's do this. You got a little known song, Whitney Houston, off the Bodyguard soundtrack. Holy crap. Mm. A cover of the Dolly Parton classic, I Will Always Love You. That's still an adult contemporary radio station favorite. I mean, my goodness. <laughs> you could not walk five minutes without hearing that oh, song on radio somewhere. Yeah. I remember, yeah, I remember my parents sad. hated it. This is my parents <laughs> just like, we're not into it. And I... <laughs> they, just weren't, they just weren't into it. I think everybody was sick of it by December. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Nirvana uh, finally reached number one on the charts, displacing Mr. Michael Jackson with a little song called Smells Like Teen Spirit. Mm. That happened in January of 1992. Okay. There you go. Uh, Boys to Men were all yeah. over the radio with End of the Road. That was this was Boys to Men Two uh, came out in ninety two, right? That's right. You know it, baby. Yep, that was middle school right there. It was middle school dances. <laughs> middle school dances. And a classic by Mr. Big to be with uh, you. It's a good one. Okay. 
<laughs> so that's some of the, the, the pop stuff that was hitting the, the charts mm-hmm. in 1992. But there were a ton of incredible albums that came out that year yeah, there um, were. that are more kind of in our <laughs> wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. I'll get started with a couple of hip-hop albums. Dr. Dre releases The Chronic. That was 92? Uh, in 1992. That was, that, that's what I got for Christmas that year. That's right. That's <laughs> On right, cassette. Baby. <laughs> I, I was like, thanks. I was like, thanks, it's mom. Crazy. And then I had to like hide it the rest of the time, you know, because I was like, if they listen to it, if they hear the this, I'm in big trouble. On the front. <laughs> it, it, I've said this before. I've said this before on the. Uh, uh, though you're thinking of the Chronic 2001. Yeah. The, oh, the original sorry. Chronic. The Chronic just like, had a picture of Dr. Dre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's yeah, you're but, right. Yep. But it's yep. but it's a parody of like zigzag. Rolling papers. Yes. Yeah. Which I didn't mm-hmm. get at the time. Right. Uh, and luckily, neither did my parents. But yeah, <laughs> no, I've, I, I've said it on the podcast here that because I, I told the story about getting the chronic on cassette for Christmas only mm-hmm. because I'd heard it on the radio and I thought the beats were cool. Like, I didn't really even. And half the time, I didn't understand what the hell they were talking about. I didn't know what Indo was. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? I didn't, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I didn't even. I didn't hey, know what mom, a piece can I was. Smoke some Indo. <laughs> mom, mom, you got a piece that I can use to cap this. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Uh, but if, if someone had just some jiggers down the street, I don't know. <laughs> if someone had just said to me, "Here, this is Parliament Funkadelic. It's the same thing, but without the." racy lyrics i'd have been like oh this yeah. is sweet this is this is how i can listen to this without getting in trouble and i would have been totally mm-hmm. fine right but i had to, unfortunately mm-hmm. i didn't have that outlet yet but you uh didn't, you didn't yes. have the uh, you didn't have the experience and knowledge right right no i didn't ha- i didn't have a mentor to be like no don't bother with this as great as this is this is what you're this is the source I think it makes you cooler that you started with Chronic and then went yeah. and then went and found the source, the original material. I think that, I guess I think that works I, in your well, favor. All right. Well, I'll take it. But uh, in any case, the Chronic. Because you were what? Yes, 11? 92. 10? Yeah. 11? Yeah. Six, sixth grade. Sixth grade. Yeah. So, 12. Yeah. 11, 12. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was totally and in, wildly inappropriate. <laughs> <But anyway. laughs> right. Right. <laughs> all right. What can you well, do? Another uh, pretty big hip hop album. Uh, from 1992, House of Pain released. Ooh, House of Pain, Pain. So, yeah. Jump around. jump around. Mm-hmm. Gotta jump around. Um, that is a classic. Not quite as classic, but feel like it needs to be mentioned. Insane Clown Posse Ooh, came okay. out with their yeah. first Juggalo album. Yeah. The Juggalos. <clears throat> oh, yeah, yeah. This one, I, I kind of didn't know it was this early, but uh, Aphex Twin released oh. their debut album, Selected Ambient Works. Really? Uh, yep. I love. I didn't realize it was that old either. Yeah, totally. We still, yeah, we still got to talk about it. That's a pretty seminal album. Yeah, we really haven't discussed Aphex Twin at all on the, on the pod. We should do that, like an electronic. That's a great album. Electronic music uh, episode or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. Big fan of him. Um, right behind me, I got this guy, Pavement. Came oh, out yeah. with a new album, Slanted and Enchanted. Enchanted. Yeah. Which is probably my favorite Pavement album, I think. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's really good. How's it going? Let's see some other weird ones. Uh, Sleep. You guys know the band Sleep? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like big doom. stoner kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Doom stoner sludge metal. S- okay. Yeah, slow. They came out with probably their best album, Holy Mountain. Came mm-hmm. out in '92. Right. Pantera, vulgar display of power. Yeah. Oof. Brutal. That there's a great mashup that I heard recently <laughs> of the opening track of uh, Vulgar Display of Power, which is called Mouth for War. It's really aggressive, Whoa, you know, like mm-hmm. 
but it's like it's with Use Me by Bill Withers. It's like a mashup <laughs> of those two. And it works beautifully. I'll play it next next bangers and mashups, you'll hear that Sweet. one. Sweet. <laughs> uh, Rage Against the Machine. Don't you know if you guys are familiar uh, with them? Yep. They yeah. came out with their debut album, Rage Against the Machine, in 1992. Uh, that was a, that yeah. was a game changer, too, right there. Yeah, man. Holy oh, crap. Yeah. I definitely didn't get that album until probably after Evil Empire came out. I had that album so. taken from me two or three times. Did you? <laughs> yes. Yes, it did. Don't. That's such a good uh, one. Let's see. Uh, the Wayne's World soundtrack for the Wayne's World movie. That was all Wayne's 92. World came out. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Uh, <laughs> REM. So Bohemian Rhapsody, that brought Bohemian Rhapsody back then. Sorry, go ahead. That's right. No, no, yeah. no. I, I, I'm chugging, chugging along here. And I this, would have, been, this would have been about three or four months after Freddie Mercury died, I think. He died That's late in right. 91, right? Yes, he did. Yeah. Yes, he did. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I, I loved that soundtrack and that movie. Totally. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. No um, the Beastie Boys. Check Your Head. Check Your Head. One of my favorite yeah. Beasties album. Uh, the Gin Blossoms. New Miserable Experience. Oh, that one was definitely on constant rotation in my household. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, one of my favorite bands, Black the Black Crows, came out with my favorite album of theirs, Southern Harmony and Musical Companion, mm-hmm. with Remedy good one. and Thorn in My Pride and all the big ones. Sting Me, all the good ones mm-hmm. were on that album. 1992. Blind Melon, their, mm. debut, their debut album. Mm-hmm. And you know, the guys... Must have been taking a cue from 1991 because last time, Greg, you were talking about this one day in 1991, and I think it was September 24th. It was. Yeah. Well, the next year, September 28th, was an equally exciting day if you were working at, you know, Sam Goody. The wall. Sam Goody. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What happened on that day? What happened? Yeah. On September 29th, uh, 1992, Alice in Chains released Dirt. Okay. That's a big one. And Stone Temple Pilots released Core. Wow. Ooh. Same day. Same day. September Damn. 29th. That's I, massive. I got to hear a little bit of those those albums. This is uh this is Them Bones. This is the opening track off of Alice in Chains' debut album, Dirt. Well, it's not their debut album, is it? They have an no. Alice in Chains album before that. Facelift. But this is... Huh? Yeah, they did. Facelift, okay. Yeah, but this Facelift has like Man in the Box, but Dirt was like kind of, it was, this was a statement album. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. All right, Them Bones. That was a pretty oh, big one. That was a pretty oh, big dude. one for me. Heck oh, yeah. yeah. I have, that was a huge I remember, get, I remember getting the tab book for Dirt for Christmas one one year, uh, yeah. you know, and, and just like going, like just glued 
for a week straight. So I get it for Christmas. I and so like a week later, I'm like killing all the dirt stuff because I'm just I've just been obsessed with it. Like five hours a day just playing stuff from dirt. I go to this. I go to a friend's New Year's party. I don't, so there's cool. all these people. So this is like a week later, right? And this is like in the '90s. This is like '97. You're right. And they get to, I get to this party and all these guys are sitting around with this acoustic guitar. They're playing, they're trying to play all the songs from dirt. And my friend's like, my friend no, Rachel's like, Greg, Greg, my friend, my friend Rachel's like, Greg, Greg can play uh, guitar. And I was like, oh, you know, yeah, I'll, I'll show and, and I had like just been <laughs> practicing for a week. Yeah, I play a little bit. Like all, <laughs> that like, is all, the, all the songs. Right there. It was, it was. And not only that, but these were like older guys. I think these guys were like in college, you know? Oh, and, and, snap. Uh, I, I, I was like kind of like. kids how to play this. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah I, was like, I was like, all right. Uh, so what song, like what track? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like what track from the album do you, you want to hear? play it. Yeah, and like front to back. It was, <laughs> and like these nice. guys were like. Nice. And those dudes went back to college and were like, dude, we met this high school kid. Freaking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just he just he knew just all like, of what it. Track? Like, yeah, he just it was, was just like, a weird track, and we just set a track, yeah. and he played it. It's I don't know why, but I had to get my picture taken with him. It's just like <laughs> some bizarre. I just thought it was, I just thought it was a good, gonna be somebody. I, th- I thought it was a good idea at the time, <laughs> but it turns out to be a waste of film. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right. Well, speaking of guitar tablature books, uh, okay. the lo- the last album I wanted to mention was a big one for me because this was the year 1992 that Eric Clapton uh-huh. recorded and released his Unplugged. Oh, um, man, that's episode. such a good album. Yeah, Different yeah. vibe. That is and such I, a good album. I have the tab book here that is, I purchased. Man, what a good album. Hey, there probably it is. 1990, this is probably 1993. I got all the like, little page markers oh, here so I can learn all the wow. songs. Mm-hmm. My man. Yeah, man. So this 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 is one of the few tab books that sur- survived pretty much my Life. whole guitar playing career. Yeah, and it's it's funny because... I will still come back to this. I almost have them all down now, all except for the weird Bossa Nova track that that opens the opening? up the. Yeah, mm. I never really learned That's that. That's the one. only one Alex knows. <laughs> really? <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it's been it's been kind of a good yardstick for me. That like mm. you know when I first bought this book, it's just because I like Derek Clapton. But it's not really a. It's not too not many songs that a be- yeah. beginner guy can pick up on. But as I've gone through, you know, and learned more and more about guitar through the you years. Keep going I'm, back. I'm just about there. I'm like 99% there now. So you come back and, awesome. you, and you, read, you you gauge it against, you get I this initial bar. I do. I yeah. do. I used to not be able to play Hey Hey. Now I can play Hey Hey. But that hey, album hey. to me was... Hey Hey. That album was so influential to me. It reignited Eric Clapton's career after winning his battle with drugs and alcohol over and most his of his son. life, yeah. he had just lost his son. He had fallen out of a freaking hotel window. Hotel window. Mm. And uh, I remember seeing it for the first time. I was in um, Potomac Mills shopping mall. We were shopping for Christmas presents. And I remember seeing Layla uh, being played on a big jumbotron in the, in the mall and just thinking that was the coolest thing in the world. And I had to go. That's really what kickstarted me learning guitar. So, Damn! Wow, very cool. That was a big year for me, 1992. Thanks, so. Eric. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. I mean, it, just, so that's just all to, I got, man. Yeah, yeah. That's rad, man. Very cool. All right, guys. I think we've said it all. It's, Indeed. Yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> I was actually still looking through the the rest of the uh, the rest of the 92 stuff just to see if there there was yeah, 90s were 90s were a good decade. It was a fun decade. Yeah, it's only going to get and, better until it gets much, much, much it, worse. Exactly. <laughs> 
exactly. First thing I did I when we decided this was mentally figure out which what years were. I know that's me. I'm on uh, 99. Yeah, 99. Ooh, yeah. 98. That's going to yeah. be like the Santana yeah. year, right? I, th- I think got- I think Midnight Vultures is going to be the feature of that, that of that episode. <laughs> yeah, Nick. Nick, I hate to say it, but you got 99 problems. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh-huh. and, and red balloons off one of them. Right. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna fill everybody in on where to find us, and then we're gonna get out of here. Oh, yeah. So you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Instagram, on Twitter. Our handle is at should check. Send mm-hmm. us an email at yscio_podcast at gmail.com You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Leave us a review, and as Jay mentioned earlier, tell a friend that they yes. also should check it out. You feel me? Please yes, do. Please do. All that right. would be wonderful. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, thank you, Greg. Thank you, Nick. Thank you. Thank and, you, buddy. Uh, thank without you, any further ado, we'll see you back here next week. What do you say? Sounds Let's great. Do it. Have a good week, everyone. Peace. Peace. Bye.